Hello there, and welcome to episode number 13 of Beer and Biceps. My name, as ever, is Todd Davis. This is... Matt Smith. Um, and we are coming at you live. Well, we're not coming at you live. We're coming at you recorded from Matt's house. <laughs> I feel like I've broken your spirit on that. <laughs> we I just, I've complained about you saying live so much, yeah. and now you're complaining about yourself. I know, saying it. I am. But never stop, Todd, no. because we're live right now. Exactly. Like, <laughs> we are. This is happening. Yeah. Um, how, how are you doing, Matt? Yeah, good. Um, still dealing with trying to move flat, which is... Yep. Not fun at all. <laughs> just a really expensive way to realise how poor you are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, which, you know, there, there must be better ways of doing that. Just, yeah. Fuck it. Yeah. But let's keep this happy. <laughs> exactly. Todd, you've just come back from holiday. I have, yes. In France. Yes. I don't care about it. Tell me about the French beers. <laughs> um, yeah, no, yeah, I had a really good time. Uh, just a, a quick explanation. We've kind of had like a week, week and a bit off. Maybe probably even two weeks, I think, now, due to... A holiday and constraints, mainly on my half. Um, Matt, Fully on your half. Yes. I was not on holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I am on holiday next week, though, and I will take blame for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you're, I don't consider that a holiday. I consider that yeah, a... Yeah, busman's holiday. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you're, you're going on a beer trip, aren't you? Yeah, so I'm Yours is more a... Like, market research yeah, for us. Yeah. You know I mean? That in itself is like... So, so weeks worth of yeah. podcast so, material. So, so when I'm throwing up and, you yeah. know, dying... Think of that as just the amount of sacrifice <laughs> I put in for you and for the listeners. Exactly, you know? that's it, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, France was very, very nice. They had a very good time. We went to the south of France with a couple of friends, um, chilled out there to talk about the beer. Um, well, I'm trying to think of the ones we had a lot of over there. Um, oh, what were we drinking as the mate? Cro- loads of Cronenberg, because it's the only one which is out there, do you know what I mean? Decent beer. It is. Decent beer. Well, I mentioned it on the last one, actually, too. So I said I, I quite like drinking it in... France. Um, when I went to um, Brussels with um, Lucy and with Dad and my mum, like you know, the, the home of Belgian beer. Yeah. Um, it was the first beer we had was about eleven a.m. at King's Cross Station. Yeah. Because we were on it. Um, but the the second one we had was on the Eurostar and it was a Cronenberg. Okay. You know, not even Belgium, like um, yeah. that I know of. And uh, it was fucking great. Just out of can. Really yeah. like it out of can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a good one. And out of bottles. Yeah. It's decent. Decent bit, no complaints about it. Um, and yeah, no, yeah. So I had a couple of ones which we'll be going into in a little bit of detail later on. So I uh, just give you a kind of a brief synopsis of what we're going to be kind of chatting about today. Um, first, we want to have a, actually first we're going to be talking about the beers, aren't we? Which we're drinking, which I'll I'll explain now. We've got some lovely Sierra Nevada ones. Um, we've got two different types which we're drinking today. We have one which is called tropical torpedo and we've got another one we're drinking called hop hunter uh so we're going to give you a little bit of a, a brief history on sierra nevada they're, they're both very different ipas like yeah. you know the tropical torpedoes described as a tropical ipa whereas the hop hunter is just hops just yeah <laughs> you can uh, smell the hops a mile off they've, yeah, they've got yeah. like uh distilled hop oil yeah um mm. the problem is we taste it <laughs> we're sharing them and we're drinking them together but yeah. the, the hop the Hop Hunter is yeah. so strong that I haven't actually been able to taste the yeah. torpedo. So I don't know if it is just bland or if yeah. um, it's or the, just been or, or it's generally just taking your taste entirely. Yeah. And that now you can't taste anything. <laughs> Everything <different>. tastes like <laughs> Do you know what? I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, hop cereal. Hop cereal. <laughs> hop, hop oil. I'll be honest, I was expecting not to enjoy this Hop Hunter. Yeah. And actually, I think it's quality. Mm. Um, give, give it another go, Todd. I will, I will, I will. I will. No, no, do it now. No, because <laughs> need to explain what we're talking about this episode. <laughs> 
<laughs> so we got. Gonna... <laughs> I forgot about the podcast. You, <laughs> you do that a lot. Um, we are yeah. So we're going to chat, chat, chat about the Sierra Nevada gin, um, beers. We're also going to have a little bit. Th- this episode is nicely entitled "Plans for the Future." Um, so kind of where the biceps is coming into, it and what what we want to be thinking about is kind of going ahead because, as you mentioned, you're potentially well should be moving out sometime soon. <laughs> God, I hope so. <laughs> Me too, yeah. One way or the other, I'm out of this flat on the 16th of October. <laughs> um, I'm also moving out as well. We're going to be um, at technically nearer. I yeah, know, I, I think know. I'm literally following you. Yeah, and I yeah, don't yeah. think that's a coincidence. <laughs> <laughs> so you think you're going to... Skulk off to watch it, dude. <laughs> Not on my watch. Um, Basically, yeah. we're moving to Bushy. <laughs> so we've got, um, well, challenges which will be presenting itself from there is in how we're going to carry on, carry on with the training. Go on with training. <laughs> training. I, can't, Just... I can't even keep a straight face in the day. Yeah, train in general. Um, but kind of what we want to do with that one. Um, and also about Beer and Biceps itself, the, the concept that is Beer and Biceps. We're going to have a look, kind of talk about what we want to see it do in the future, potentially things like writers and articles, more to come then. All of this is, like, we've, we've sort of planned this out as well, but it is because we're going to be bouncing some ideas off each yeah. other whilst we do it. So you can actually see um, how much of a dominating personality <laughs> I have <laughs> and, and wonder and how Todd puts up with it. Distilling <laughs> the myth that, you know, that we, we come into these podcasts, you know, with a 100% understanding of exactly <laughs> where we're at and where we're going to be going to. I'm sorry, guys, as, as, as professional <laughs> as this outfit is, it's not what we do, as you'll <laughs> seriously see in about 20 minutes' time. Do you know what it is? It's all our planning is it's back-ended, it's afterwards. So, yeah. like, we'll finish the episode and then it's like, oh, shit, I've got to, like, actually put this up. <laughs> then it's forget about it until a minute before Todd gets yeah. around mine or I get around to his. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we're also going to be talking about our um, our top holiday beers. Um, so certain types of beers we have on holiday which we've enjoyed, maybe a couple of tales of whimsy and things and like again, that. And again, what well. we're going for here is not, oh, you should go here and try this. Yeah. We're not fucking TripAdvisor. Mm. <laughs> um, it's more about... That sort of the memories. Yeah. Um, they might be shit, but they are shit bits. For Some the most of them part. are. I mean, wow. <laughs> I've just look, we wrote the list down now, yeah. so don't make a mistake. And they are all, except for yeah. one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty shocking. <laughs> but yeah. they have nostalgic value. They yeah. have a sort of, when you're here, this is what you would drink. If I went to any of those countries yeah. again on holiday, that's I would drink those bits. Absolutely. That's what we're going for. There so you don't, go. Yeah, yeah. Don't judge us too harshly. <laughs> yeah. On, Whatever <laughs> we start mentioning, people just go, "No, no way in hell would I ever drink that beer." Yeah, or anything. That's, like that's that, what. So. That's like the point. We're not beer experts. No. we're two people who like beer. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I think I put in the ten thousand hours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think I am an expert just through sheer <laughs> practice. That's a good one to think about. How many hours you spent spent drinking? Do you know what I mean? But like, yeah, uh, like I don't think it was all the sort of. It wasn't practice and no. all like you know. I wasn't like doing anything special or trying to improve my technique but solid drinking solid like. drinking yeah well it used to be like we used to go out Friday nights yeah. always yeah. Saturday nights always and then rarely we'd do a Sunday um, but that's do you, you know, think you'd six, be able to put six to eight hours yeah. on Friday <laughs> no probably less <laughs> than that yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it all got, do you know what it curtailed when I got um, when I started working at the gym yeah. just because I used to work late on Fridays but before that it was yeah. Yeah. we used to have midweek <laughs> we did yeah, yeah we were on a dangerous yeah. <laughs> dangerous road there I'm just we? thinking how many times like you said the, the 10,000 hours but at what point would you be able to put beer expert in your 
in your title or <laughs> I think I'd have to know at least some information about this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've, I've cobbled together some stuff, but I don't feel confident in anything I yeah. say, and that's the sort of. You know, uh, so I feel like I've gone to two brewery tours now, and each time they tell me how to make beer, and even now, I like I think I get I've got an understanding of it, and at the same time, I was also drinking and forgetting a lot of the information. <laughs> but luckily, our shield is that it's all subjective, so yeah. we could literally say the best beer in the world is, you know. Um, I can't think of a single beer that's awful that's not already on our list. <laughs> to say... Yeah. Foster's. Yeah. We could say it, and we wouldn't be wrong, because that would be our personal opinion. And yeah. we, we have used that to our advantage in this. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that, that's what the episode's covering. So, cracking straight on, we're going to have a little bit of a chat about Sierra Nevada. So, this is the the one we're going to be uh, chatting about now. It's Tropical... Oh, actually, yes, Tropical Torpedo, um, the stronger of the two beers that we have. They're both pretty damn strong as well, aren't they? Yeah, they are. We're talking 6.7% is the Tropical Torpedo. And, again, I'm a man of aesthetics, and I just want to put that out there straight away. I look at the the um, uh, the logo on the front and the design of the bottle. I like it. Um, mm-hmm. it it's really, really cool. Definitely. It definitely caught my eye. The yeah. only thing that... And the thing is, the other one, I don't like the colour scheme. It's drab. It is very drab. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It, Prominently features the word Venice, hops, which I'm not normally that it's big It's the colour of hops, isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I know. Which I get it, but yeah. I mean... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Whereas this one makes me think of the uh, the longboard and the, yeah. you know, like the Hawaiian beers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all that, and it gives the idea that it's going to be really tropical. Yeah. You know, and I like beers with a bit of... Do you know what I'm thinking? Because this is quite new, Tropical Torpedo, which I'll have a bit of chat about. And there's also another one, just to go back to when we spoke about Brewdog beforehand, but they've released a newer one which is also a tropical... I can't remember what it's called off the top of my head, but it's got, like, a bright pink and yellow can. And again, mm. I was like, ooh! Yeah, that, that but again, maybe this is the the tropical... The tropical... Because it says it's a tropical IPA, as if that's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, but um, maybe that's where more companies are kind of going into. I'll, which I'll I can honest, understand, I guess. I've just poured myself a small amount of this tropical one yeah. um, after having a break from the Hot Hunter. Yeah. And you can taste the tropical just at the end of the... Ta- End yeah. of the drink, if that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. the end of the sip. The end of the sip. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's. God, a... we are slowly just turning into. Well, you're, you're fine. You're like yeah. sticking down your bud lights and all that of happiness, whereas <laughs> I'm like. At the end of the. There's a really good mouthfeel. You know? <laughs> I feel that if I drunk enough of it, I could. I think get that a drunk. year from now, you'll be basically the same, and I yeah. will have a special, like, drinking straw because I've read that it makes it better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be featured in Cameras ma- yeah. magazine or something. I do, I think that's probably where my reviewing goes down a lot on these types of things. Because generally find a movie going, hmm, it's good. <laughs> yeah. But it is, it's a good no, bit, yeah, it's a nice good. bit. I can definitely tell the differences between the, the two, the, 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 the tastes of both of them. Um, like I said, we'll chat about the Hop Hunter in a sec. But yeah, from my my first impression is Tropical Torpedo is, yeah, it's it's a... I, it's a light, I say it's lighter. It's stronger, but it's lighter. Uh, yeah, that I mean, makes that's sense. A... Well, hop's such an overpowering sort of taste, isn't yeah. it? That some, yeah, you know, sometimes I like hops, and sometimes I'll have one. I just think... <laughs> this is just the lamest conversation, but it's just too hoppy. It's just <laughs> too hoppy. And I think, actually, the hop, the hop hunter is on the right side of that. Yeah. Surprisingly, because it's coloured of hops. It's called hop hunter, and it's yeah. got hop oil in it. But it's actually a drinkable beer, and it's yeah. not, like... I think it's because it's the American hops. When you get that English hops, you remember the guy was saying in um, yeah, 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 he was saying that they're much more what was it bitter tasting. Yes. So when you get a really hoppy English beer, it, it, I I actually don't like it yeah. because it's too much and it's just horrible. Whereas the um, 
the American one yeah. is actually I can I can deal with. That's when the that was um which one was it? That was um place has got Tring Beery. Mm. Sorry, um, sorry, and, I I was I wasn't sure. No, that. No, no, if you just yeah. gone what brewery? I was like yeah Tring, but I was just like no, yeah, let's struggle. Yeah, <laughs> um, but the um he was because he was chatting about the soil, wasn't it? And what yeah. you get over in America is what you get over here, and they're saying like basically a, loads of brewing companies in America would kill for what we, we can get over it just simply is not over there and again kind of vice versa with a lot of the yeah you know, well everything that's coming out of america at the moment uh it's just very very funny how each side of the pond is um well the grass is greener you know, yeah or the or the hops are hoppier it reminds me of that song in the 90s about the guy who likes all the women that yeah. they're all different <laughs> <laughs> i like all the men <laughs> <laughs> She thought I was like Mambo number five. Which song? It's not Mambo number five. I can't think Mambo number five is what I was talking about. He did Mambo number five. What's what's his name? Louis. It was Louis something. Not Louis Vega. No. No. Oh, but I don't know. We're we're losing. We're losing. We'll let that one up anyway. (laughs) Um, Um, Would you like to? I I like the differences between the two beers. Was kind of what I was going for. Yeah. And Monica, um, she's awesome. Would you, would you, <laughs> um, would you like me to give you a little bit of a brief history on Sierra Nevada, and then we can talk about the hot pantas? Yes. Okay. Um, I was actually quite surprised when I started reading up about them because Sierra Nevada is a type of brewing company which I look at the I look at the logo, and uh, if you haven't seen it, it's kind of Sierra Nevada on like a nice yellowy um, banner, but it looks it looks old. But I always assume Sierra Nevada is a brand new. Not brand new, but do you know what I mean? Not like... I can totally see... The only reason I don't think that is because it's one of the first beers I actually had. Oh, okay. Like, yeah, so that that would have been, like, 2004 or something yeah. like that. When do you think it was founded? I would say 90s. 1979. Bloody hell. Yeah, I know. Wow. That surprised me. Like I said, I know... I, I, that's I'm not gonna say like modern modern or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? But it's quite an old one or something. Beer company, that's, yeah. Because like um, a lot of this type of beers, they all started up. There's a there's a beer writer called Michael Jackson. Yeah. Very yeah. different to the other guy. My dad's got a book on it. It's like it's yeah, like fifty minutes. He did. He, he was dark, really yeah. really good at beers and really really good at whiskeys. But yeah. I watched a documentary on him, and he basically he was responsible for the craft beer revolution in America. Really? Yeah. Which they actually had that craft beer revolution and we were all just playing catch up on that really but because America's so big yeah. it felt you know it was it was only small communities now it's big everywhere um, but they were all sort of inspired by him writing his book which yeah, okay. probably was about the 70s actually maybe yeah. maybe 80s and then they had an explosion but these guys must have predated it but um, yeah he was also kind of the guy who put Belgian beer on the map uh, they say that yeah. he introduced the Belgians to their own beer, like because oh, right. they obviously like they all sort of just drank like their local beer. And yeah, yeah. Really, and he's he's a re- really good guy. Like mm. he's he died about ten years ago, I think. But like you can still find his documentaries and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And he's, like I said, yeah. I've got oh, maybe I'll read the book that my dad Pro- has. Proper pisshead. Yeah, he wasn't like one of those sort of people that's just so into it that they never really drink. He'd just be like <laughs> he'd be like us basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just knew a lot more. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like. Ten, us ten years from now. <laughs> <laughs> so, a couple of things about Sierra Nevada. Yeah, 1979, it was founded by two people, Ken Grossman and Paul Camusi. Um, and basically, yeah, it was home brewing, um, was what they what they were, were doing. And then they turned that into a brewery in Chico, California, uh, which it says on the um, on the bottle itself as well. Um, it's, a, it's one of those... I'm 
a man who likes a good story, and I'm sure everybody knows that from the last kind of couple of companies that I've had. Um, but it was basically a couple of guys, these two guys who were doing it, they wanted to, they, they were brewing their own home beer, they wanted to make something a bit more, they wanted to get out to as many people as they could. Um, they took $50,000 in loans from friends and family. Um, cool. And in the 70s as well. A lot more. Like a billion pounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they say, like, when you, when you go through it, you know, it kind of... It got quite successful, and then uh, well, they, the company sold uh, 950 barrels of beer in its first year, and double that amount in the second year as well, which is incredible. Do you know what I mean? Like, again, what the, the kind of turnover for it. But they said what happened over those the years from, like, 79 till about probably, like, mid-80s um, was there was all these constant struggles. As, as it got bigger, you know, it was more difficult to get around. They were, well, you know, financially you know, tough to kind of get mm. to hold that money and things like that as well. So it's that kind of perseverance, I think, which they're having, having, uh, having to go along with it. They said in, uh, there's a really, really cool one here, in, sorry, in, 90, in the ni- early 1980s, once the distrib- the, distributing the beer uh, came a lot more of a struggle with the financial and marketing problems, but then a article in the San Francisco Chronicle highlighted the brewery and then suddenly a load of restaurants just picked up on their beer and said oh we'll we'll take it and things like that as well and helped actually kind of shift the beer they must be like one of the most slow burning companies though because I right now I'm not saying they're like you know Budweiser levels of fame but there's if there's any self-respecting person who says they like their beer and they like their craft beer and all that sort of stuff who doesn't know about Sierra Nevada that would be surprising yeah yeah they're, they're big and they could have only gotten that way in like the last four or five years. Must have been, I think yeah. it started in 1979, like, yeah. to, you know, to kept going. And they must be, like, absolutely exploding now, which is probably why they've got new business. Yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, Good you for know, them. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Do you know anything about Trappist-style beers? Well, I know Trappist beers. Could you explain um, that to me? Because I don't know too much about it. Well, Because well, I've got a fact here about it. Tra- it goes... Trappist beers would be... They're made in Belgium from yeah. Trappist monks. So they're... Um, I'm trying to think. Orval, I think, is a Trappist brewery. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of other ones, but basically, they're just normally quite strong. So, like seven, eight, nine percent beers. Yeah. Um, and yeah, you can, you can. Uh, they're really like difficult to go on tours of because yeah. they're like obviously they're Trappist monks. So like you know, but um, yeah, they're, they're they're like quite big. And then, as I said, Michael Jackson sort of exploded yeah. them. Do you want to hear my quick little fact about Trappist? <laughs> In 2010, Sierra Nevada Brew, uh, Brewing Company partnered with the, and I hope I say this right, the Abbey of New Clairvaux, um, which is a monastery beginning production of Trappist-style beers. Um, but it hadn't been sanctioned by the International Trappist Association, which I didn't know was a thing, and therefore they're not doing anything. <laughs> so it's kind of on hold. So basically they, they, well, they started up with Well, that's fair enough, because yeah. I mean... The Trappist Monks, is, is, yeah. it'd be like saying you're doing like a Hindu-style beer, yeah, yeah. but none Not, of you are Hindu. No, yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's it, like Trappist beers, they are all different. They're yeah. just made by Trappist. There is certain similarities. I can see how you could make a style one, but yeah. <laughs> it'd be more like, it would be much easier to say a Belgian-style one. <laughs> no, totally. Um... Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's quite interesting. Oh, fuck that, then. 
Are you still drinking the tropical torpedo? I am. I've, I'm actually being good. Like, look how you much left, look how I much left in each bottle. Very impressed. <laughs> um, I had a word with myself. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yes. I mean, I'll talk very quickly then about the Hop Hunter one. Uh, Better down this one than talk about. Yes. Knock it back, um, yeah, exactly. As you explained a little bit earlier, Hop Hunter is uh, so it's slightly weaker than the other one. Drinking six point two, but that is strong for a bit. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, the crazy strong situation we've got ourselves <laughs> in the the six point two is the weak one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, it, it is like you said. I, I look at the bottle for it and 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 mirror exactly what you said. It does look dull, but at the same time, it does look like hops, um, which I can obviously kind of understand for it. And it really does have a strong. A strong flavour. There's a bit here. Steam distilled hop oil gathered right in the hop fields, giving a mighty boost to the floral and citrus notes and traditional Hulk like hops. Bush. Yeah, <laughs> for intense, unmatched hop aromatics. There are five uses of the word hop in the top bit. Six if you include the title <laughs> Hop Hunter. <laughs> so, um, so I just I, I can't really get the hops for it. So basically, <laughs> what you have to do is describe this beer without mentioning the word hops. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. <laughs> Well played, Todd. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's What you're a, doing is you're using your weakness there to your advantage. <laughs> <laughs> it's a strong tasting beer, I think, is what I would say for it. It's got very um, sticks with you taste. I'll tell you what, these two beers do not go well together. Mm-mm. Like when I just had that Hop Hunter and nothing else, I thought that was fantastic. And after I sort of like let the taste go down, I really yeah. enjoyed the torpedo. But now goes straight back into the Hop Hunter. It's quite difficult. Um, so we're not really being too fair on them here. So I'm not going to judge it on that. But yeah, my ini- I'll, I'll review it on my initial taste, which was this is fantastic. Um, yeah, surprisingly good. I, I think it's benefited that yeah, it is American hops, not English. Yeah, so it's not that bitter. Um, I imagine if I had like five or six of them, I'd be on the floor. Well, yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of bit. All right, four of them. Because I mean, that would work out at like. Eight pints of Foster. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would. God, jeez. I know. For, like, such a small bowl. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, the Sierra Mara one is quite good. I always remember... Um, did I ever tell you the tale of the first time I... I the Sierra Nevada that got away... I went I went for a... Uh, <laughs> that is a great title. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, we... I was with one of my friends and we, I, I can't remember where we were drinking now uh, went to a pub and it was one of these craft beer ones and I had all the loads of different types of, yeah there's like a menu of beers and things like that as well and I was like oh I'm not sure and one was with, uh, with Dave um, who's a very big beer drinker um, and he was chatting to me all about the different types of brewing companies and things like that that had there as well I think there's a guy I would love to have on this podcast yeah. because he's Damn interesting. Exactly. Chat, start chatting about beer and uh, yeah. No. A lot of the beers that I like, he introduced me to. Absolutely. So, like, I think that's because me and Dave have just like we're basically the same person. Just, yeah. <laughs> we, we we branch off in slightly different ways. We both love the same books, but, films, and. <laughs> but this but this is where it comes into it because basically, so we we we'd gone to the uh, we'd gone to the pub and he was chatting to me about a few different ones and he said, "Oh, which beer do you want to have?" And I was looking down at the menu and I went, "Oh, there's one from California." Sierra Nevada and I was like oh, I, I, at the time I hadn't heard of it so I was like oh I kind of wouldn't, wouldn't mind get one of those ones and Dave said to me oh, I don't know about the Sierra Nevada one and I was like why not he goes ah, it's okay and he started chatting to me a little bit about it he goes what about and I 
to this day, I cannot remember what beer he said, why don't you try this one? But I said, okay, yeah, sure, well, fair enough. He told me a little bit about the company. I was like, okay, I'll get one of those ones. Lady comes over and says, what do you want to drink? And I said, oh, I'll get this one with the whatever it's called. Dave, what do you want? A Sierra Nevada. And I was like, the fuck you? <laughs> Convincing me out of the pitch. And he was just like, well, I don't remember saying that it wasn't that bad. And, uh, anyway, it was uh, the Sierra Nevada that happened? got away. He, re- he put so much effort into finding the perfect beer for you that he forgot what beer what he wanted, he wanted and then yeah. <laughs> Better get me a Sierra Nevada. <laughs> Just said the first week that came to his mind. Which I thought was quite good. So yeah, that's, that was my first ever, um, almost Sierra Nevada. It's not even an evil plan because it doesn't really benefit that. Because you, you could have just both ordered it. Yeah. Like, there's madness there. The thing is, <laughs> I think I, I would have gotten annoyed. Like, if, if he'd have ordered first a Sierra Nevada... I mean, it would have been more annoyed, but I wouldn't have ordered a Sierra Nevada because I would have gotten something else. Yeah. Because, do you know what I mean? It's like, when you go to a place like 100... I went to Belgo's... Too much choice. Yeah, I went to Belgo's once, like, years ago, and I always remember like, sitting there with a bunch of friends, and we said, oh, it's like the first place I went to where it had, like, 200 different types of beers. And I was like, 200 different types of beers? That's amazing. And everyone was like, yeah, that's incredible. And we went around the table, and someone went, oh, do you know what I think I'd like to drink? I'd like to drink one of these um, banana beers. And they're like, yeah, yeah. And the next person went, I'll have one of those banana beers as well. And then the next person, and there were nine of us, and eight people got a banana beer, and I and it came round to myself at the end. I was like, "We're not doing this. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, we're not sitting here in a place with two hundred beers and eight people getting the same beer. Like, fuck everybody." So I had like I can't remember. I had like a there's another fruit flavored beer, but it was the first time I ever had a quack one as well. Oh, yeah. I've got to say, like that should be the first thing we talk about is go to Belgos. Yeah, it's probably one of the best beer places in London. There's tons there. Yeah. I remember going. I've got so many stories about that place, but I'm going to try and keep it just to mm. just to the one. But I went there with um, Lucy, and I went there with my sister and her fiance um, uh, George, and we we'd been to um, a German beer thing first. So we were actually quite drunk, but we got there and we were going to order food. And um, me and George were trying to find. Oh, what was it? it was like the most alcoholic one we could have. As yeah. We were sort of like one upping each other. Um, in a joking way that I would have taken too far eventually, <laughs> but um, we would we were doing that sort of thing, and um, he, sort of, he 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 would make a great like blackjack player or poker player because he let me order first and he kept quite quiet about what he was ordering and I ordered like a beer that was about eight percent and I was you know and, and we sort of said yeah we're going to try and get the highest one or something like that and then he sort of like played his cards and it was like a ten percent beer and yeah. I was just like oh god damn it. And it was served in, like, mine was served in, like, a quite normal glass, but his was served in, like, a chalice, oh, and wow. it was, like, amazing. Yeah, yeah. And he just had the big smug his face, took one sip of it, it was like, this is disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And yeah. he just got his PhD. Did he? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. I beat him in beers, so... Yeah, yeah, so he, he's the real winner. Yeah. <laughs> but um, if you're listening, congratulations, George. Um, yes. I would say I'm proud of you because um, I've not, you know, like, I haven't produced you. <laughs> I, um, I'm i impressed. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, a parent can be proud of their child. Yeah. Like, who am I? <laughs> but I, I, am, I am very impressed. Yes. Um, you've kicked ass. <laughs> Absolutely. Well done, mate. Well played. He doesn't listen. <laughs> um... So yeah, so well there you go. That that's the that's the um, Sierra Nevada ones. If you do, you plus should... a massive um, change in substance. Yes, that's it. <laughs> that, notice how I was bringing it back. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Good but luck with that. you can find it in quite a lot of places. I, I I can't remember what the actual normal Sierra Nevada one that you can buy is. It's a just a IPA, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. It's on a green label. Yeah, it's and... just 
To be fair, I've never seen... I might have seen this, um, the Hop Hunter yeah. on shelves before. Never seen the Tropical Torpedo. No, no. Um, but but the, you can't, the, the original, you, you should see most pubs. Really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I was most, say, most shops as well. Th- no, totally. Most, most pubs as well, to be honest with you. I think I've, I've had one in... The O'Neill's in Harris. It does, actually. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you should be able to find them if it's anything you're interested in. I, I would, would recommend them. They're a, they're a very nice um, American brewery with the American scene coming up. Um... So, what should we go into? Future? Future us? Yes. Future this? So. Future who are we? <laughs> Where are we? What are we? <laughs> uh, you know, um, there you go. <laughs> Answer those. You pillars. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it, Todd. You've silenced me. <laughs> um, yes. Although I was going to move that tropical torpedo, because we're not going to finish the podcast whilst that's in your paw. <laughs> right, um, yeah, so, as we've said, Todd is leaving Harrow, mm-hmm. and then... Hopefully, um, I will be leaving Harrow as well. Um, not because I want to leave Harrow, it's just yeah. too expensive here. It's whether or not Harrow allows you to leave. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> once you're, once you're caught into this. to actually get out of Harrow's clutches. <laughs> once you're caught in Harrow's web, it is very difficult to get out. <laughs> yeah, well, 30 years and counting. <laughs> but, um, as a result, it would be not impossible, but imppractical for us yeah. both to still go to the gym we have nominally been yeah. going to yeah. um, I'm sure there are gyms in Watford but even so it would be difficult for us to both get the same yeah. one we might give it a try actually yeah. you know, do if... you know what I've worked out with the new place I'm going into the gym group which is the one we're part of yeah. their one is like five minutes down the road from me well there you go yeah. but it's not going to go yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes you are have left because my exactly I am yes yeah. so um, I left personal training to become an online coach um, I have not done too much of that but I have successfully coached a number of people through it yeah um, particularly Ben Speed that guy just got it like, yeah. one, of, one of my clients um, who's actually Todd's mate um, and you know we're acquaintances yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> he just followed my advice and absolutely kicked ass mm. um, him and um, this guy Christoph uh, Locker, yeah, um, Kiwi guy who are, we're actually going to mention later. We are, um, but he also like just got amazing results and just followed it. And I'm going to do that with Todd because yeah. I want to be an online coach. And who better to guinea pig? Because <laughs> I basically I guinea pigged you for my personal training as well, yeah. and that worked out quite well Todd for both of us. The guinea pig, Davis. <laughs> <laughs> That's your boxing game. <laughs> but uh, you were banned because it was too yeah. too intimidating to opponents. <laughs> like, actually, it's my darts name. <laughs> <laughs> the guinea pig. Taking the high protein content of a guinea pig. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, totally. Online training—it's the—it's uh, the new—it's the new—it's the new thing, I guess. Yeah, um, and it's also practical because yeah. we—we're not going to. Whilst we might be living a little bit closer than we were, um, we're not necessarily going to have the same sort of ability of training together. So I am going to be setting in programs, talking to Todd. Doesn't know about any of this, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 Karen. Talking about, uh, you know, contacting him weekly to talk about how his program's going, setting him calorie targets. It's gonna be, he's going to get the full, the full package <laughs> right in his face. Yeah. <laughs> um, but hopefully that that will help. It doesn't work for everyone, but I think it should work for Todd because I've always said he's got that sort of um, pack dog mentality. In that, I always said this like if you. He doesn't say he's not done any exercise in a long time. But if we stuck him in a marathon right now, and he was a group of five people who had all trained for the marathon and they were all running the marathon, Todd would somehow stick with that group out of sheer 
bloody-mindedness. Um, and if, what I'm trying to do is build a group of online people and get Todd into that pack. Because once he's in there, it'll be fun. Mm. Um, so weekly sort of checkups, uh, making sure he's gone to the gym... Which I could very like easily lie about, but I won't for the good of this. Because I'm making health. you film them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, I'll just I'll contact Lottie, I won't contact you. No, yeah. But the thing is, I always think about that as well. You could, I could very easily say to yourself, yeah, I've been eating healthy and doing it, but then... To yeah. be fair, you could lie, um, and somebody <laughs> just stop talking about it now on this podcast, we'd be fine. Get a few doctored images at the end. Just put your face on the rock's body. Uh, yes. <laughs> In fact, yeah. most people haven't even seen your face. We could just use a picture of the of rock. The rock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Have <laughs> a picture of you suplexing someone. <laughs> as I've been prone to do as the guinea pig. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Dwayne the guinea pig. <laughs> Johnson. He missed a trick. He really yeah. did. Um, yeah, no, totally. I, very, very good ideas, I think, to us with you to be able to, um, yeah, kind of do that one because, well, I guess, well, like I said, online's a new thing, isn't it? Is that yeah. Always, that's I don't... a new thing, right? I've I've stopped personal training for quite a few reasons, but one of them was I thought that I could actually deliver a better service as an online coach because I love talking to people and all that sort of stuff. But a lot of, most of my clients did not need me there; mm. they just needed someone to make them go, and yeah. you can do that on a phone and yelling at people and setting times for them. So that's the goal, anyway. Yeah. Um, if we can both still go to the gym, fantastic. But if the last month or so has taught <coughs> me anything. Is that we are not great at going to the gym together anyway? Because mm. you normally finish at, you know, you normally get the time you can get to the gym is about seven. Yeah. Whereas I prefer to train at four because I hate people. Yeah. <laughs> so they was never working for that reason anyway. Um, but that's the goal for the fitness point of view. Yep. Um, we're going to massively take on the calorie target. Yeah. Um, set that up. Uh, we're going to also. Um, I'm going to be creating a small group of people, other guinea pigs, to try this with Todd. So you can give us a shout out if you want to be a part of it. I've already got four out of the five people in mind because they're all ex-clients of mine and I think they deserve it. But there is an extra spot there if mm. you think, Matt, I really want to give this online coaching a go for free. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so give us a shout out on that if you're interested. Um, but what we're talking about from now on is business side of it yep. what are our plans with this podcast yeah yeah and um, the first thing we both well I talked <laughs> sledgehammered into the conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. was I think we need some help with some articles yeah so if anyone out there is interested in joining us um, just give us a shout yeah, yeah. Um, the benefits for you would be you'd be able to write a few articles you'd have them um, edited by me I'm not I'm not an editor but I've been a freelance writer for two years and yeah made all my money from it so <laughs> yeah um, that would be worth it you get exposure you get a platform yeah. um you get some free beer yeah that todd's paying no, absolutely for. <laughs> that's it if, if, if you've got ideas and and things like that which you want to uh write and, and and put out then we're going to be the the platform for that and it, yeah yeah we're, we're looking we also we want... don't pay <laughs> <laughs> not yet anyway <laughs> down the line down the line you can be a... <laughs> You did not need to tell them that. I really feel like I should get this out there now. Like, the trick is, get him on the phone. Ah, uh, I see, okay. You'd never make an estate agent. I wouldn't, no. How would you sneak in fucking £400 it's worth expensive. of fees? What the house is really expensive. I feel this should be, this should be up front first. Uh, Ter- yeah. Terrible. Yeah. You worked in sales? <laughs> Very well. <laughs> anyway, 
anyway, um, yeah, we're also looking for some help social media wise. Um, yeah. Because there is too much social media out there. But too many there's people. A lot. Yeah, if there's yeah. one thing I know about this world, there's too many people. And Absolutely. Todd was suggesting a way of ending that all, but you know. Let's <laughs> stick to our MySpace. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. No. Absolutely. Like to. Yeah. We want. We want to kind of um, grow this and uh, yeah, ideas and stuff like that. Articles, anything that you want. We very very much appreciate that. So I say, get in contact with us in. The normal ways which I mentioned. Yeah, and we're going to be like hyper aggressive on doing this. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we've got we've got our plans for training. We've got our plans for the business. We've drunk our beer. Yeah. <laughs> um, what were you we going to say? A quick shout out to the people who've been on our Facebook uh, yeah. group. So uh, yes, yeah, this one I just wanted to thank. So we mentioned it beforehand. Do follow us on Beer and Biceps uh, on Facebook. Um, just a few people have been putting up a couple of pictures of um, some of the beers, and I thought it'd be a very nice and high time to say thank you to these people. Um, one of the first ones I've got here is from Will. He put a really nice picture up of Curious Brew. Yeah, that looked really good, mm, actually. Did actually. Um, but I don't remember who did it, but that looked... No, uh, the, a black bottle with like a red yeah. piece of and metal. Yeah, I'm curious. Uh, yes. So, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So it looked really, really cool. So thanks for that one, Will. Um, uh, Ashley um, put up a, I hope I say this right, Lag- Lagunitas. 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 Yeah. Oh, I love that beer. Yeah. Um, but he also put up a picture on the Soho Brewdog. Yeah. Which was a quality photo, but yeah. also it made me really want to go to Brewdog in Soho. Yeah. I took my dad there, actually. After yeah, the, he, um, that was, was that what converted him? Or had, uh, had you previously converted him? I'd previously converted him. Um, and that but, was a nail in the coffin. Yeah, but well, well, we went there and then he said, I'll get I'll get the round in. And that's where he bought a Elvis juice because um, he drank it. I'd bought him a couple of bottles of that and he drank it. And... Um, I got a gamma ray, I think, as well. And he drank the Elvis juice and went, oh, it's really nice. And then drank the gamma ray and went, that's bloody lovely as well. I was so, still sitting there going, why are you drinking more of my beer? Yeah. We were sitting there for like three drinks and that was just, there's just tons, do you know what I mean, on, on offer. But it's gamma really cool, ray is a seriously good beer. <sighs> Indeed, that, that was one which I wanted to kind of do, actually. To it's a, it is a really good beer. Do you beer. know what? It's Beaver Town, isn't it? Beaver Town, yeah, yeah. They're the ones who did the marshmallow stouts that yes. um, yeah. Kim drank oh, was that, when we went there. Was that Beaver Town one? Oh, I didn't know that. Now you got me worried that it was. No, it was, it was, it was. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. No, no, yeah, um, yeah. Stay puffed marshmallows style. <laughs> and you know, like, had the thing. That was fantastic. Yeah. That, it, oh, it was a porter, though, wasn't it? No. Yeah, uh, it was a porter. I can't remember. Same, I was really same drunk, bloody so. difference, yeah. But that was amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're really good. They are. They are. Oh, well, no, I'll tell you what, that wasn't Beaver Town. That was um, that Koch, or Koch, or whatever the Welsh. Mm. The Welsh. I'm just staring at you. I'm just staring at you. You're half Welsh. <laughs> The Welsh one time. <laughs> that Welsh one. Oh, uh, well, anyway, I've yeah. completely wasted that. <laughs> They're not Beaver Town. <laughs> um, but no. Oh, man. Sorry, I, yeah, I did drink Can we just time. say, this is the first time on a podcast that Todd has finished a beer before. Man. Yeah, you've been very, you've been very um, constrained. Yeah, well, I was saving you some, and then oh, you drank all that one. I did. So. <laughs> I did. It's really nice. Um, <laughs> you can finish that one, by the way. Thank you, mate. Um, yes, it was daytime daytime ale that you put up, so it's a really cool little little snap. Looked intriguing. I've only had Lagunitas. 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 I'm just making up. But it's a nice. That's quite nice. That's. I put that up as one of my favourite beers, actually. Yes. Surprisingly good, mm. um, and he probably yeah the daytime one never had that. He no. never had the bottled version. He'd only had draft oh, really? of of not the daytime yeah. of the of the, the Lagunitas one. Yeah, yeah. one. It's just an IPA. Yeah, it? yeah. And it was like 
a percentage and a half stronger. Really? Yeah. Right. Um, or maybe more. I think it was like five on tap and then 6.5 on in the bottle. And yeah. it was like massively different. Yeah. And we'll do this next time. Because we sort of mentioned about talking about the differences between beers on draft yeah. and in, in a bottle, bottle and can. And can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a really good discussion for another day. Yeah, but totally. To um, be fair, your idea was much better than what we're doing <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, The other one to uh, Christoph, who you mentioned a little bit earlier, um, put up a really cool Slovenian beer called... Um... Is it Slovenian or Slovakian? Oh, crap. I wrote Slovenian. I, I only half... Oh. Do you know what? Only he would know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but that's really cool. Which, now I'm reading my own writing, I'm going to say it's Casco. You can't even read your own writing. I can't. <laughs> I don't think I went, is that an L or a C? Uh, yeah, anyway. Todd has drunk a lot of, well, probably too much. Yeah. Like, an unfair amount. It's unfair amount. Tropical IPA <laughs> and he's gone. Yeah. But no, thank you very much for that, Christophe. It's, that it, was really it's interesting, cool. actually. Yeah. Because... Um, Slovakia slash Slovenia is a country that I don't know much about, but no. it's nice to see their bit. He he actually put up two. Mm. The first he gave a six out, a six or seven out of ten, and then the third he gave like a three out of ten. Yeah. Um. So apparently their lager is okay and terrible and terrible in in equal measure. Uh, and very lastly, Steve put a cool one up of an Oktoberfest beer. Which Steve is like our best person for sticking yeah. up beers. In fairness, he has been in America and he's been drinking some bloody good stuff yeah. and I was like oh that, that looks great was he great. had the oh, Longhorn uh, Texas Longhorn yeah that was it yeah in oh, a frosted glass what, was, that, was that one that he had in the same place where Texas Chainsaw yeah. Massacre was filmed yeah, or something yeah. like yeah. that as that one I was like see that's a cool story you know that's one to tell the grandchildren you know <laughs> I don't want to sound like I'm sucking up to him but I don't think he listens anyway but he's a cool guy yeah it's like he was a wrestler like who just goes to America and drinks awesome beer yeah like that's pretty awesome. Comes back and goes again another year. And he has, like, better hair than most women I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, so, yeah, again, all to you people. Thank you very, very much. Please keep... We really appreciate that. Also, um, yeah, very much so. I'd like to put your dad on that because he's added, like, nine people to the group. Yeah. So. That's right. And he guest starred last week. He did. Yeah, 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 he did. He did. And he got us the beer. He did as well, <laughs> which, actually. Which, actually, puts, that alone puts him above <laughs> everyone else in my, in my book. Thank you, my father. Um, right. And he created you. So yeah, you know. which, you know, helps with this podcast, I think. <laughs> Definitely. Um, right, holiday beers. So, yes, as we, as we mentioned a little bit earlier, this is for uh, top beers that we've had whilst we've been on holiday not the best one from that country uh, not the best beer by any stretch but in fact some of the beers on this we had you had like one of them yeah. in one country but it was actually from, from another, another country, country. Yeah. absolutely yeah should I start with that one can do just okay. don't get confused that you've not gone like number by okay, number alright we'll go by number 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 then that's probably a lot easier <laughs> oh so, thank god <laughs> so because we had a little bit of a, uh, well we kind of brainstormed some of these ideas for it so well the first one We've actually put two separate beers. I've said Estrella, and you've said Cruz Campo. Um, give me your understanding on Cruz Campo as a beer. Cruz Campo is an awful Spanish beer yeah. that you get in a can, and you can get, like, 24 for, like, 12 a euro. quid or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I could not recommend it to anyone. If we were in a bar in London and they had Cruz Campo I would probably order it yeah. but I would not recommend it to anyone and I would actively dissuade them from drinking it yeah. it's not a good beer that being said whenever I've been on holiday 
and I've been to Spain twice with you and yep. Dottie and Sam and James, and we've always had it, and it's fantastic. Yeah. And it just reminds me of holiday, and if I saw it today, I would drink it. Yeah. It's just one of those bog-standard lagers that has no real taste, yeah. and you could drink from eight like of them in a day. 11 in yeah. the morning till like... Two in the yeah, and, and, and the, the smaller cans as well, which yeah. I always think you get that much more achievement from drinking yes. them. Yeah, yeah. Like when you've lined up sixteen halves yeah. instead of like eight. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, this is a good bit. I I put Estrella as my one from Spain because I think I remember drinking that at a few pubs. Oh, say pubs. Is that that's basically the same one though, isn't it? Like, it's like yeah, it's very similar. the main Spanish beer. Yeah, and then you've got Estrella and Cruz yeah. Campo. It's like yeah. the but Australia's making a big case in England at the moment where we're overcharging for it in pubs, aren't we? Yeah, so, uh, Actually, there's a there's a third... There's enough more, I suppose, a fourth Spanish beer. Yeah. It was like... began with an M, didn't it? Uh, Mahu. Yes! Yeah, that's yeah, your... Yeah. Mahu and Cruz Campo, they were like the proper yeah. cheap ones and Estrella's like trying to be a San Miguel yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, that, I was getting confused on that. To, to explain is the, one, the difference yeah. in quality because I do always remember when we, we drank... We must have drank about... I don't know, 80 cans of Cruz Campo over the course of like three, three or four days. Three days would be stretching. Yeah. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. You're trying to downplay yeah. our alcoholism for, for the podcast. But it was the, and what, it was like one of the last, or the last days of the holiday and that as well. And we'd gone somewhere and then bought two bottles of San Miguel. Now, San Miguel, I always remember you telling me beforehand, before you went there, you said, not a big fan of, it's, it's an okay beer, you know, et yeah. cetera, et cetera. But when we drank that, it was like it was like nectar of the gods, <laughs> like, like as in the, the step up in quality oh was God, like, yeah. oh, that's such a good tasting beer. It's not taking away from Cruz Campo and uh, what it obviously did for us because I wouldn't have bought eighty San Gels, but too expensive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. We'll what say, we we'll wanted say, was the most alcohol for the least amount of price. Yeah. <laughs> um, which it was inevitable that we ended up with a beer podcast. Wasn't it? <laughs> Absolutely, it's either that or wino. <laughs> which brings me on to my beer, which I'm going to explain here for you because I am I'm diverting off of this. <gasps> but I'm going to say Wangle Brow was a beer which <laughs> I just cannot believe that that's how it's actually pronounced. <laughs> the thing is, it is. Ah, <laughs> oh, Germany. My, my, Never change. My, st- my story about Wangle Brow is that when I got out of college I got a job and I, I worked in Italy for six months um, of my life and whilst I we were I completely forgot about that yeah as well, that kind of happened yeah. and then you talked about it like a few weeks back and I was like oh my god yeah, I yeah, completely yeah. remember yeah. that it was really it was really cool it was really enjoyable but what we weren't when you work there you're not you're not paid loads of money because basically you're, you're staying on the site so indentured slaves <laughs> yeah pretty much yeah. but they, they it was done really well because basically they pay for you to go out there they pay for you to um well, obviously, kind of work, but because you're just literally, they put it like by the week. Do you know what I mean? So that money is there just to eat and drink, get drunk on, and you know, you you. I, I wouldn't get any kind of long term plan out of it. You're just there. You're living. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's enough to kind of get you by. Um, Perfect post college job. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So whilst we whilst I was over there, and then we, you know, working with a couple of the people, you only got like a day, a day and a half off, I think it was, or something like that as well. So we bunched the day and a half off together for it, and then that was the owners were drinking mint juleps. I can, I can only, I can only imagine. <laughs> <laughs> but so then you kind of clock off early at like you know, like one o'clock in the afternoon, and then we just go get hideously drunk in the evening, and then you'd have the day off to kind of recover for it, and then you're back working for the rest of the week um and the but the beer of choice that we had was wangle brow um 
based purely on the fact that it was the cheapest beer you could buy. Now, when we mentioned about Cruise Campaign, you're saying, like, it, yeah, you could buy, like, 20 cans for, like, a quid. Wangle Brown, you could... Uh, was about 25 cents a can. I don't even think it was that much, actually, now that I'm thinking about it, which wow. is, like... I don't... Well, back then, that was around 10p. <laughs> you know? And we would buy... We You'd go there on the, on the half day in the morning and buy, like, nine crates of it. It was, like I said, by no means the most tastiest beer in the world, but... For about five quid, you could have. So what would you a get? Lot. Like a crate of them set outside. Yeah. Italian sun. Italian sun. I, I'm envious of good, you post yeah. college, and I never thought that happened. <laughs> no one would. <laughs> um, not even I was. But no, it, yeah, and it was. It was great though because you, you know, we and then we, yeah, out of college aren't you? See, playing drinking games and things like that as well. And it's the perfect one for it. Yeah. Do you imagine doing a drinking game now? Uh no. No, I, yeah. I, to be fair, I could, but I've always had a wild time. <laughs> he says while sitting in his comfortable shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but like my main thing is like that, that sort of drinking to get crazy drunk. Like I just I'm looking at these beers now that yeah. are so fancy, and you drink slowly and you appreciate. It, and I'm smelling my beers. Yeah, I was swirling them around in my special drinking glass. Where's the Just the idea of, that I used to just go through like fucking Boddington yeah. or something like that, and just neck it as neck fast it as I could. For a drinking game <laughs> where nobody else followed the rules except me. Except yeah, 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 because you're a stickler for them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, no, and it's um, that, that's all it reminds me of. A very, very good, cheap beer that I drank absolutely tons of, and uh, yeah, it's all good fun. Would it stand up as a good beer on its own merits? No. Or was it terrible? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> but what I would say for it, like I said, when, when I was doing it, drinking games for it, it was, looks like it's that easy one to top up with, do you know what I mean? So if you were like, oh, you've got like, four fingers of this in, you would yeah, open yeah. it and just, you know... Was you, it you quite um, neutral tasting? Yeah. It, because I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. It like, there, there's a time and place for a beer yeah. that doesn't have a strong taste. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it's not I, bad taste. I wouldn't say it... it I just wouldn't say it had too much of a taste. It tasted like beer, but yeah. like just cheap, cheap beer. Yeah, so basically yeah, yeah. like a Cruise Campo or a Mahu yeah. or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Just something that you would just sit there and yeah. drink. Yeah. yeah. So, I'm not going to say those are bad beers. They're just, they're nothing special. But yeah. I don't even know if it's still around anymore, as in, I hope, I hope so. I hope it's the same price, but I don't know anyway. Well, they took it off the since. market off all, yeah. all those hippies <laughs> outside. <laughs> That's hope I is. Right. So Wangle Brow's my one. Um, Go on, hit me with your, your French French beer. Oh, we're talking about... What? Pelforth. Pelforth, yeah. yeah. So, um, or as you originally said, that beer with the pelican on. <laughs> that beer with the pelican on. That's, that's what I Googled yeah. when I got Pelforth, yeah. <laughs> no way I was going to remember that. I remember drinking it when I was like 18. Yeah. So, 12 years ago. <laughs> um, yeah, it's... Uh, that's probably... It's a little bit closer to a fancier beer because yeah. I think French beer is... You're near Belgium, aren't you? You're near Germany. You're yeah. near, like, Holland, which, you know, they're, they're slightly more adventurous with their beers. I think the further north you yeah. get, the more adventurous your beers get in Europe. In fact, yeah, I'd say that, because the Norwegian beers we had were, like, absolutely off the yeah. chain, weren't Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so that was the first beer I had, which had a pop thing, you know, like a Grosch top. Okay, and Pel- yeah, yeah. The Pelforth bottle I had had that. Cool. And, yeah, it's it was a great beer. It was great memories of... Drinking it, we were um, staying in a place called Le 2K, which is famous for nothing. <laughs> they have like a big motorbike thing on the beaches there. Which yeah. Is cool. But okay. Other than that, it's just a dead town. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit near Ashencourt, though. Okay. Yeah. There you go. Um, but the beers were, that beer was pretty damn good. Mm. Um, 
The, the thing is, it's different to the others in that I remember that as, yeah, it was a good beer, but I don't think I would necessarily... I wouldn't class it with the the Estrellas and all that sort sure. of stuff. It was... That's a beer I wouldn't mind going back to now. Mm-hmm. I would If I saw a bottle of that, I would probably drink it now. That was, it was a great beer. Um, but I'd also forgotten about it. Yeah. <laughs> Until you put up a picture, you yeah. had the, the Brune version. The Brune and version, yeah. It's sort of like... Yes, I had the blonde version yeah. of that, but it's really good. We, we had it in a... We went to uh, Oche, a town centre, which is... Um, down south of France, basically. Lovely, lovely town. Um, and, yeah, they had that there. And I forgot what glass was it in. It was in a... Affligem. Affligem. Belgian w- beer glass. Which, like I said, I, there, was, there were three beers on there, and it was... No, four beers on there. It was Heineken, Corona, Affligem, and Pelforth. And... Um, what an odd color. I know, it was very strange. But, because uh, I remember that my friend said, we're not coming all the way here to have a Heineken or a, yeah. or a Corona. So then... It He's came, a good... That's James. Yeah, that's James. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. a good man. There. So then we kind of looked at both those ones, and... Went with the Pelforth only because I can remember. I think I remember you mentioning Must it beforehand. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who the hell else talks about Pelforth? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I kind of got it, and it was, and like I said, it was a dark one though, and it was strong. It was really, really strong, and it was quite a bit. It Which was not surprising. Was just like, French beers, actually. Yeah, I know. I tell you yeah. what, I had once um, in Normandy. I had French cider. That was bloody yeah. good, but it was so strong, like shockingly strong. Yeah, I don't realise that that area is properly like known for their um, cider. Yeah, just like. That's definitely something you should give a go sometime. I'm not normally a cider fan, but yeah. Normandy cider, yes. That's where it's at. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I didn't too much of a cider connoisseur. No, neither mind. I. I hate uh, it. Which, yeah. But I liked that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, right, Zagorka. 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 This, this is not a beer that just fell off my lips. Like, I had to no. proper spend ages researching it, but um, me and Todd went to Bulgaria. We did. And uh, for an 18 to 30 holiday. Yes. Was which... it Sunny Beach? Sunny Beach, Please. Bulgaria. Do you know what? Well, I was like, talking about that, and then I was like, I kind of recognise that name. And then it's on a lot of these TV programmes. I think there's another thing like... It's proper gone up market since we went there. Yeah. It's like how Greece went up market since like the 80s. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We, we experienced Bulgaria... No, I did it shittest, because I imagine the, the Soviet occupation weren't fun. <laughs> but post-Soviet, post-Soviet, not great. It yeah, was yeah. like 2000 and, 2008, because yeah. it was when England didn't qualify for the Euros. Uh, we did they? not. That yeah. was the year we didn't qualify uh, when um, Scott Carson let the yeah. ball in. So uh, we, can, we can date that. It was 2008, yeah. summer of 2008, we went there. And uh, we went there with um, my mate Aaron uh, and... A bunch of his insane friends, and yeah, we. What I liked about the beer there was just the price. Yeah, it was. Um, there's, it was, it was it two lefts to the pound, yeah. and every beer there was, was a lev. one lev, and then happy hour yeah. was half a lev for so like fifty cents or whatever it was, yeah. which would be twenty five p. Yeah, for a pint. For a pint, yeah. And those happy hours lasted a long time. I remember just yeah. me and you just sitting in a. A tavern, I guess I'd yeah. call it. Like, it was like, yeah, sports bar. I think sort. it was a restaurant, I mean, if anything. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It had and, the, um, we, yeah, yeah we, had, we had the cricket on, and yeah. uh, Bulgaria had never witnessed cricket, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, because um, he put it on, and it was like nice and quiet, and yeah. he, just, he was like, Wait, where's the crowd noise? Yeah. He kept putting the volume up, and then I think a commentator spoke, and the speaker yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> was like, no, cricket is always this quiet, yeah. and then there's a very short moment. I mean, it was test cricket as well, yeah. that's the quietest most sedate game if I, I remember it correctly it's because we were we were walking and it was about because we watched it from the beginning of the day which must have been more about half 10 11 when it started wasn't it yeah so Bulgaria I think is two hours 
behind. Yeah. So it'd have been about. So it'd have been like nine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so but... it would have been. Or would have been one yeah. one p.m. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, it'd be two hours ahead, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. Two hours ahead. I don't know. I know. Either way, it was. It was, it was early. early. Time. It was early. <laughs> I just went, but we'd we'd walked in and then, um, because walking by and you get those people outside who're like, oh, come in, yeah, come in here, come in, come in here, and we saw the sign for it and it said, like, every single sign that I'd gone to had beer one letter and theirs was like yeah, no it must be it must be nine a.m. as well yeah yeah must yeah, yeah it must be yeah yeah and it was and it, and but this one was like half half a level whatever it was like you said yeah to kind of go in and we'd walk by and they said oh only if you turn the cricket and the guy was like like no one else was in there. Because it's nine in the morning. But it was like, of course I'll show the cricket. Yeah, yeah, no worries. Grab yourself a seat, have yourself a beer, and it kept coming over. And, and then, then you can have breakfast. <laughs> yeah. But we sat in there for the whole day, and there was a point when he came over, and it was like five hours into our nine-hour drinking session, I think, when he said, I just have to let you know the the, uh, the beer's going to go up in, in price. And, I like to put, and we kind of went, okay, that's fine. We might finish this one and go. And then he was like, no, no, no. No, 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 don't leave. No, I'll tell you what. I'll get you another one for the same price. And like, okay. And then we just ended up drinking out of that. And it was like, at the end of the day, we spent about, like, eight quid, maybe? Like, It, it was us. shocking. Like, I, I've never felt like an imperialist scum yeah, yeah. But right at that moment, when we almost left to fight for our 25 pence yeah. beers, I, I didn't walk away with any pride. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't walk away at all. It was, was a test. Away. We played New Zealand. Yeah, it was New Zealand. Um, Andrew Strauss. Battered. I think yeah. it's got a century. I think um, Ryan Sidebottom got like seven wickets, and I think we witnessed all of that yeah. in one day. <laughs> I, love, I love Ryan Sidebottom. He's my... And you know what? I can't imagine that we only did that for one day. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's just there was one day which was. But yeah, it was a Gorka beer we Zagorka. were drinking. Yeah. And it's a bit like all the other ones on this list. Average. Average. Average beer. Yeah. But good memories. Good memories. Great memories. <laughs> um, I would say though the next one is better than a Finally. an average beer. Finally, a good beer. A good beer. The only good beer on this list. Keo from Cyprus. Yeah. Is a really good beer. Yeah. It's uh, it's nice. There's no I, told, there. I told you my story. I think I said that my story beforehand when I'd sat there and I was in Cyprus and I was looking over at the sea and I'd had a pint of Keo with me. It's just one of those moments. You have told me. I don't know if you've told the podcast I, think, I well, thought I did. I think you've, you've yeah. given the summary too well. There. But yeah. <laughs> there's, there's not much you can add. No. <laughs> but it was a general moment where I went... Like life is getting better than this. Yeah, Do you know what I mean? it was just so good, and yeah, that's and why it I was... didn't. No, yeah, yeah. it's just been there a serious downhill. Yeah. Got engaged, moving into a house, <laughs> but it'll never top <laughs> drinking again <laughs> <laughs> and having a cheeseburger. Um, Lottie, if you're listening to this, um, he is joking. His life has got Jeez. immeasurably better. <laughs> But people yeah. who know Lottie might so yes. you know, cover all bases. I mean, I know the truth. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that Keo will never be <laughs> never be replaced in your heart. <laughs> yeah, um, I get Keo in. There's a restaurant I go to in Hatch End, which um, yes. does Greek separate Greek food. There's a Greek restaurant as well. Hatch End's like perfect. Yeah, it's, 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 it's like best. three restaurants, but one of them is Cypriot. Mm. Maybe it's that one then. Yeah. But they do all the Keo. When you ask for me, you get a big bottle of Keo. Boreham Wood is. They've got um, loads of places that are Turkish Greek, so Turkish yeah. Cypriot, so okay. you get like that beer there as well. Yeah, but I'll tell you what, I don't know if I could drink it. I, in fact, I have drunk it here and it actually holds up. It's a good beer, but I still think that you need to be in the place to have the totally. full yeah, yeah, yeah. Keo experience. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that is genuinely, I think it's, it's won awards, it's a quality yeah. beer. Yeah, Keo. you're a good beer, but you're also fantastic yeah. on holiday. <laughs> well played, well played Keo. Um I put down Bud Light, and I, I, what I've had to say here is, hear me out, <laughs> because um, 
Bud Light, by any stretch of the imagination, is not... Well, any form of beer with, with um, light in can't be too good. But I remember having this one in when I went to America for the first time in my life. And um, I'd literally gotten off the... Well, kind of gotten off the plane. Um, I was meeting Lottie up and her family over there. Um, and we went out for kind of the day. Got back in the evening to the house. I was probably still suffering from some huge amounts of jet lag. But the baseball was on, and I like baseball. I'm quite a big fan of baseball, anyway. Um, and he was just a fan of sport. Like yeah. I genuinely once once watched Shinty with you, <laughs> Scottish form of hurling. Yeah. And I say we watched it ironically, but I would also say that you watched that sport. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you watch any sport, like oh, well. anything. I, I just like, love it, mate. It's... Azerbaijani women's rounders. Oh, wait, that reminds me. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> So yeah. we can't do any more podcasts. Yeah. He keeps clashing with his <laughs> rounders matches. <laughs> but baseball is a really cool sport, and it's an enjoyable. But it's a long, it's a longer. Oh, America's cricket is like a cricket it. fan. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I remember getting there, and um, it was the Miami Marlins were playing, um, and because I think that was like the, one of the closest teams to it, and uh, we sat down. Then um, Bill, like his dad, had already bought some beers in, got me a Bud Light, and it was on those moments when you sat down. And you were in the American experience, yeah. You know I mean, I was, yeah. I was sitting there watching baseball, baseball drinking, yeah, terrible light beer, <laughs> calorie saving beer, um, you know, and complaining about immigrants whilst being one. <laughs> it was hot, you know. It was um, the tropical storm was probably like moments away. Uh, it's just like it was just a cool, cool. You looted a few shops. Yeah. <laughs> fired um, gun in the air. <laughs> yeah, it was just a really nice, nice kind of moment. So uh, that's why I'd say a Bud Light was a good holiday beer for me first one I had in America it was also the same day I had M&M pretzels for the first time and I have never ever looked back because <laughs> <laughs> I always remember we, we we were driving and then um, we had to go fill, go to the gas station and fill up really quickly and I was just sitting inside because I couldn't walk outside because stupidly I come from England so I had like jeans on and it was like so you have jeans on every, I remember I like being in Bournemouth with you yeah, yeah. on the beach yeah. on one of the hottest days I've ever experienced in my life and you were wearing jeans and a jumper I was <laughs> and I stand by that um, <laughs> you could visit the actual surface of the sun I imagine you'd be wearing jeans <laughs> whereas I would tentatively be wearing flip flops and shorts <laughs> but I remember I was sitting in the car and it was like I said so and it was it was I mean that was ridiculously hot like I remember walking from like um the car to like a shopping mall and was just so dehydrated I was outside about 10 seconds literally and it was so hot so I was refusing to leave the car um, like your sister Amy had said oh I'm going in do you want anything and I just said find me the most American thing you can because I'm in America I just need to have something and then she threw me a, some M&M pretzels and I was like perfect and oh, they were amazing it's basically well it's M&M pretzels what, what, what more do you need have you ever about? had like proper German pretzels you know like the bread yeah 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 How, as mm. when I went to Cologne that was like a revelation. Yeah. Like, they are so good. Yeah, yeah. I had one in Aachen when I was in like year nine or something. And ah, great. Absolutely Love brilliant. Them. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the thing is, they use proper like crystals of salt. Like, yeah. So you get a bite yeah, of that exactly. and it's like the most salty thing you've ever had. Yeah. And also their curry verse as well, their sausages. I didn't risk that. <sighs> I did. Because like, the first thing someone said to me was curry verse is Everyone really said that to me, but... Yeah. It's good. It's nice. But I, had, I had schnitzel. That was good. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I, you know, it was just, like, it was, it was... How could you not like schnitzel? It's just battered chicken. Battered chicken. Like, yeah. It's a big... In every sense of the word, because it's like that, you know, it's yeah, as yeah, thin yeah, as possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are 
deviating. Go on, hit, me out, hit me out with yeah. your last. Your this is your selection. Yeah. Um, this is this is the story. Uh, yeah, you know you did a great story thing for us. Yeah. This is a story of a beer that I have chased down for years, trying to recreate a moment. Yeah. So when I was, I think like twelve or thirteen. I don't know, stories. Like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah. But twelve or thirteen. Um, my grandparents paid for my family to go on holiday to Florida, which was awesome because it was not of a full day. Yeah. Um, and we went, and uh, we went to Bush Gardens, and I, I mean Bush is. Like you'd think it's like to do a plant or whatever, but it's um owned by the Anheuser Busch company. You know the big yeah. beer people. So basically, it's just beer. It's basically Duff Guards. <laughs> Duff World. Was, was it Surly? Was Surly there? Hey, Surly don't care about your problems. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they had like you know, so it would been perfect for my dad because we were there and like they had like little testers of all the beers they did. So, mm. And one of them was um, oh, it, was, it was called like. It began with a G, it was like gold something, and that was a great bit. But um, there was a Michelob, and my dad let me have, and it must have only been like a quarter of a pint, yeah. you know, or as an American say, a full serving of beer. <laughs> but it was, you know, it was like yeah, yeah. tiny little cups, it was nothing, but it was a really, really hot day, and I'd, I'd sort of had a few beers, or that, you know, never, never more than, you know, those mini bottles or something, mm-hmm. and it was like a tiny amount, but I had that, and it was just perfect, and I have. Always tried to. I, I've had Michelob's constantly since, yeah. but never draft because nowhere doesn't draft. Yeah, yeah. And they're never as good, but it was just that moment. I don't know whether draft Michelob is just much better than bottled, yeah. or if it was my young taste, not having a clue, or if it was just one of those perfect moment sort of beers. Because you get those beers that. I, I've had Fosters that have been the perfect moment, and that is a beer that I now detest. Yeah. I, I couldn't drink that beer. Yeah, yeah. But I've had perfect moments with Fosters, so. It yeah. might have just been that, but that was a perfect holiday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I got right asked. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. Those are our those are our holiday beers. If you've got kind of any ideas, if you've then... got a list of seven worst beers, yeah, <laughs> yeah, than the list we've just put on, I'd like to like, say it. <laughs> genuinely, other than Keo and maybe Pelforth, yeah, that is a shocking list. It is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. They are. Oh my God, what Estrella? Okay, it's... nah, no. Nah, it's it yeah. does make me kind of want to go off Cruise and find a wangle, rather. <laughs> um, so yeah, I just like to say everybody, thank you very much for listening. We have got we're going to be obviously doing the kind of week episodes now after our brief holiday. Um, we you can also kind of go on to follow us as well on the usual means: Facebook, Beer and Biceps, Twitter, Beer and Biceps Pod, uh, Instagram, Beer and Biceps. Uh, next week we are going to be talking about. Compound lift. I was pointing it. Um, I've written it down for him, but I just don't think he'd have read that right. No, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're going to be talking about the importance of it's like weight exercises such as deadlift, squat, bench press that work multiple muscle groups and multiple joints rather than being a single joint or single muscle. Mm. Ex- so if like a bicep curl would be a you know you're working your bicep and nothing else really. Yeah. There are a couple of other muscles that might be part, but for the for all intents and purposes, it's just your bicep. Yeah. And then your bench press is doing your deltoids, your pectorals, your triceps. God, I miss talking yeah, I know, exactly. about well, We're going to be talking about... Oh, <laughs> I've enjoyed this podcast. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Like, um, talking about beer and drinking two types of beer. Yeah. That's been fantastic. But well, I like watching your eyes glaze over. That I know, it's great, like isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be doing that all um, next week. So um, 
have yourselves a very good day, have yourself a very good evening, just be a generally nice person all around, and we'll catch you... Or not, you, you know. Or not, do whatever you <laughs> like, see if I care. Uh, but listen, <laughs> listen to this podcast. Um, so thank you very much, guys, and have yourself a, a yeah, a good day. Cheers right. again. Bye. Bye.